Greetings listeners and welcome to FPS. This is a news show dedicated to bringing you the best, most relevant, and up-to-date content we Googled half an hour ago. Consider this a warning, this podcast may contain strong language or adult themes. There may also be pop culture spoilers at any time. We will do our best to warn you beforehand but make no guarantees. Okay. <clears throat> Why are you staring at me? Like because that? I'm waiting for you to talk. You told me I'm supposed to react to the thing that you say. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for, for my you to cue, say the bitch. thing. I'm waiting for my cue, bitch. All right, fine. Welcome to FPS. FPS, of course, standing for Framing Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. Where's my list of shit? Uh, everything from student scandals. To paid off the game show to oh God, it hurts my feelings, PC also. gamer articles. We got a bunch to talk about today. First on the list: student scandal with Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Two face jail time. Step one: is, be it, stupid rich. Is, Step two: have shitty children. Is that the one where they were like bribing colleges or whatever? Is that yeah. the yeah. same story? So like, I guess they were like bribing them to have. An unlimited amount of time on the ACTs or SATs or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, other um, such things for like getting into Stanford. And... First Ooh, off, apparently it's uh, mo- it's breached the level of money laundering now. Jesus, which is what the charges are. The additional charges at this point are now money wow. money laundering. See, I was wondering because yeah. Becky's going to jail. <laughs> apparently, I, I was wondering. I was thinking like, who in the world didn't think this already happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... Like, are, are we are we super, like, shocked that rich people are the ones that get into Stanford? No. That's the thing, though, is... It, I think it all just kind of depends on... I don't know. I don't know. It's very, very questionable. This, uh, this from the New York Times is... Uh, Hollywood actress Lori Laughlin and her husband, designer Massimo Galliani... Who gives a shit? Just fucking fucking my way through that. Uh, just fucking my way through that. I thought it was John, John Stamos, but that's me. Um, <laughs> we're among those indicted on account of cons- on one count of conspiracy to commit fraud and another of money laundering, raising the legal stakes for parents who have not said whether they would plead guilty in the case. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I always I just felt like this was like an unspoken rule that you know poor people don't get into good colleges and rich people pay their way in like. I don't know. Our fucking president's right hand, Jared Kushner, yeah, got into Harvard with shitty scores, like shitty scores. Yeah. But miraculously, his dad ended up working over millions of dollars for a new library. See, and lo and behold, he's in. That's so. the thing that it always has been was like the sort of tit for tat alumni dick sucking thing. Oh, like this and money is for this, but you know, also yeah, but consider, you know the the steps up to the library smooth his way in. Whereas I think now it's just out and out like I'm gonna pay you for my kid to get in. Yeah. And like I think that's where the uh, I don't know. I'm assuming that's where the the line has been drawn is for some reason you're not allowed to be like overt about bribing your way through life. <laughs> um, but you can if if anything in the last two years has taught us 
You can. You yeah. can. You should be able to. Absolutely. Dumb people get good things because they're rich. I don't know. I quote I quote Lil Dicky in saying, I could under my underachieve my way into any college in the country. Fair enough. You know, being Caucasian already puts you in an advantage. Why do you also need money? Like, are you really that bad at being white that you need to pay for them to ignore how shitty you are? And I don't know what's sadder. The fact that... <laughs> this came to light as happening or the fact that I'm not at all surprised by any of it. I like, think I think on a moral scale, the fact that you're not surprised is the saddest. But also, like, I mean, it's sort of like accounting for inflation when measuring the GDP. You know, the entire world has no moral compass anymore, so... Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, you, you hear anything happen, quote-unquote, happen today. And you have to freaking Google it to make sure it didn't. Yeah, like you get the fact that I have to snopes whether or not it's gonna snow on Thursday is kind of a problem. (laughs) Yeah. It always reminds me of that fucking that that meme from a couple. I found it sometime last week. It said, "Science in 1995, we cloned a sheep." You know, science in 2019. For the last time, the Earth is round. God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And it's sad. I mean, maybe if you. Try it a little bit harder. Not us, the the royal you. Just try it a little harder. And in school, maybe we wouldn't be in this mess. Did I tell you about Mad Mike? No. The flat earther. I don't think so. Guy's name is Mad Mike. He built a rocket by himself. Oh yes. Yeah, but doesn't believe in rocket science. So he built a rock. Okay. How? Yep. You wanted to. You wanted to ride in the rocket or on the rocket to see the curvature of the Earth for himself. Here's what baffles me, is if these people put one-third the effort as they put into the mental gymnastics they have to perform to believe the things that they believe. Yeah. If they put one-third of that effort into actual science, we'd be on fucking Mars terraformed and shit already. Like, we would be so far advanced if anyone actually, like, put their, their passion to good use. Yeah. Because, like, y'all motherfuckers want to sit here and say vaccines cause autism and the world is flat. <laughs> if y'all got on the same soapbox about global warming... No, that's a hoax. We'd have solved that shit. <laughs> I <laughs> No, that one's definitely a hoax. I read a, I read a thing about it on Facebook. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mike. My girlfriend, everybody. Jet fuel can't JFK the moon landing, okay? <laughs> Fire can't melt still beams. I don't know. It, it just... This world... The, I think it's the internet. The internet has had some adverse effects. I always... The, the problem is that no one at the outset of the internet invented a sarcasm font. Yeah. So... <laughs> There were too many people who, you know, flying spaghetti monstered their way through life, genuinely believing things that were actually factually satire. Then the people who were in on the joke just kept thinking it was funny that the people were, like, buying in on it, not realizing it was a joke. Until now, there are too many people who don't realize things are a joke. I feel like that's a lot of the... Like, satire has disappeared up its own ass, and it's sort of... Oh it's It's gone so far to ridiculous that it's come back around to... Well, people believe it again. The so now it's people just... people get angry about, like, Onion articles or, like, fucking Daily Mash. 
Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I just think it's I funny. I can't remember what I shared a while ago. I got off of Facebook, by the way, dear listener. <laughs> but I, I shared something a while ago. And next thing I know, people I don't know are commenting on my shit. <gasps> I remember that. It was, it was wa- some like, meme from some, like... Four or five years ago. Dark sarcasm page that just does shit like that. Yeah, and they were just, like, jumping down my ass and finally, like... It was, like, from the God Facebook or something. Yeah, like, it was something dumb. And it got... I was like, why the fuck are you guys blowing up my shit? This is obviously, like, sarcasm. This is obviously bullshit. Yeah. And they're like, well, not everybody's gonna know that. And I'm like... How the fuck is that my responsibility? Like, A, how is that your responsibility? And B, why the fuck not? <laughs> like, why would people not... Yeah, that, it's 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 not my fault to police things that people might believe. You know, come ask me. Do you really believe in this? No, I don't. I think it's stupid. There. Yeah, no, this was a satirical post there's, that I found entertaining because I have a dark sense of humor. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of shit that, you know, me and Mike will laugh about that, like... It's just, you take a theme whip and you go with it as far as you possibly can to make, you know, just have fun with it, so. Yeah, I mean, we were doing that shit at dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, we were. I don't know, it just, you get to a a point where it's like, everybody has to know who's joking when. Because everybody's taking mm -hmm. everything way too seriously. Don't take everything so fucking seriously. God damn it. I, it honestly, I don't know. I read a thing the other day, and forgive me if it is satire, because I didn't actually read the whole article, but um, that uh, sarcastic sense of humor, a dark sense of humor, is a sign of early onset Alzheimer's. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, supposedly. Well, we're fucked. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't think that's a thing. It's. It. I think it's more like... In your late age, if you suddenly develop a... Well, that's that's with any, like, mental illness, is if yeah. you suddenly have a giant personality yeah, change. You're very different than you were. Maybe you get yourself checked out. Yeah. You know? But that requires having friends who knew who you were before. Fair enough, I guess. I don't know. I, I just... We completely got off of the student scandal anyway, thing. Anyway, student scandal. But, scandals. yeah, just... Don't believe everything you read on the internet. Or at least fucking Snopes it once in a while. Just be like... Huh, that doesn't quite sound right to me. And then do a little research. Nobody does any fucking yeah. research anymore. I do well, that. Well, even, even on either end of the spectrum. Either, mm, something sounds a little fishy about that. That doesn't quite add up. Or, wow, that's amazing. Regardless of how you feel about it. Whether you believe it immediately or not. Just do a Double l- check. Find a couple of news stories. Try to, try to just Find one news it. story... More than two years old, mm-hmm. or less than three days old. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Lori Laughlin, I don't think she should be in jail for this. No, I don't. She's a white woman. She's not going I don't to jail. Think it's Fair enough. She's a rich white woman. True. She's not going she to jail. jail. She don't community service. <laughs> Which is just like a, a white wine social at a soccer park on Saturdays. Yep. Anyway, uh, moving on. Gymnast breaks both legs. She was from Duke, I believe. I don't care. Auburn. Was it Auburn? Auburn, yeah. Oh, she broke her shit hard. Uh, I, uh, that's all I have to say about that, really. Yeah, I even watched it. I don't want to watch it. I won't it. watch it. I, yeah. I that's... have, I get, I get, I have suffered so many leg injuries in my life. Mm. I have just bad knees. Like, if I think about maybe, like, a past 
knee injury. My knee might blow out that day just because I thought about I, it. Like, ugh. So I felt so bad that day in the pizza store. We're walking down the, st- the pizza store. Oh, there. yeah. And oh, she, her yeah. knee just gave the fuck out. And I'm like, I didn't touch her. What the fuck? Yeah, no, he was like, we were just walking down the stairs. And literally just regular walking pace. Nothing special, but I just stepped wrong. And as soon as my weight went on that knee, it went out. And I fell completely to the floor. Like, collapsed to the floor like a house of cards. Because my legs are terrible. I keep trying to convince everyone in my life to build me a robot body. So I don't have to deal with this shit anymore, but nobody will. But nobody will. I told Google, I told my little robot on my phone that when they need volunteers for consciousness transfer into a Google-sponsored robot body, I am first on the list. Because I would rather be constantly monitored by Google than in pain. Here's another thing that the internet age has sort of created, <clears throat> and that's everybody gets to see your worst moment the instant oh, it happens. Oh, God, it's the worst. And I, that's what I just don't like about this video, is that this girl is, what, she's like 20? If like, that, maybe. She just, Young she, college age she had been doing this, I assume, for way too long. Mm-hmm. Like, most of her Probably life. Probably since she was little, yeah. And just shattered her shit. And now everybody has seen that video. And yeah. just that video. And her career is ruined. Yeah. So Like, the likelihood that she'll get through physical therapy well enough to even just continue college level is so slim. Yeah. Let alone the fact that now she's internet famous for breaking both of her legs. I don't know. I just, this is early Britney alone. I don't know, I just... I, this is her cat playing keyboard. I watched that that video, speaking of people breaking their legs. I think it was Pacquiao and somebody. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not Oh, where he, like, kicks his leg? Yeah, he goes for a leg kick, just, like, shin to shin. And his his shin literally is broken in half. And then he Tries brings it back up. behind him, puts his full weight on it, and collapses to the ground. And then he's just looking at it, because shock is a hell of a drug. Yeah. He's like, Whoa! And the referee's like, your leg! <laughs> We're like, yep. So should I stop the fight? That's, or? that's what I always have is fascinated about Joe Theismann when he got hit and his leg up. Oh, yeah. Oh, mangled. Oh, yeah. yeah, I watched it and I go, oh, God. Is, that, was, that the, was that the quarterback? Yeah, they got uh, where fuck, Lawrence just, Taylor done fucking just Where he just, him. like, has a three, four hundred pound just lineman Ooh. on his back and his leg just goes. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Evolved. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor <laughs> fucked him up. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's a it's a context board. Every everybody, and it's, it's baffling to me the, because I'm I'm generally overall not very squeamish. Like I can watch police contact videos where people get shot in the head wow. from like body cam level, not flinch. But I can't wow. watch someone break their leg in an MMA fight because legs legs are my squeamish point. I'm I, learning so much about you. Right I now. had you, you don't ever watch like. No. Body cam video. Oh, well, years like, ago, it makes a, me angry. Years ago, years ago during uh, years ago during WCW, Sid Vicious uh, was doing a fucking. He was doing a spot, so he did a, a fucking missile, a uh, uh, drop like missile drop kick off the top turnbuckle. Sure. Mm-hmm. And he, I can't remember. I don't even remember who the fuck he was wrestling, but he kicked and his fucking leg broke and just went mm-hmm. sideways. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I remember watching it as a kid, going, "Oh, gross." Oh, God, nope. Nope, I can watch, I can watch some brutal shit happen to people. But if anything happens to their legs, my brain's just like, nope. nope. G.exe has failed. <laughs> Restarting. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go pet a dog or something. Oh god, it's awful. All and right, let's move off of that. Cause that's gross. Because let's uh, move <laughs> off of that. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Next up is the new game show everybody's talking about. 
uh, by everybody, I mean, I mean me, it's called Paid Off. Oh my god. Uh, it's a comedy game show about, basically Paying if you win, they pay off your student, student debt, or student loans. Which is the saddest fucking prize I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> right. Growing up watching game shows, like Jeopardy, or Family Feud, or some shit like that, Wheel of Fortune, and then we have come to this. How fucking sad has America gotten? Here's the... Okay, so... The article in Forbes by Zach Friedman. Watch out, Wheel of, Fortu Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. There's a new game show on the television circuit. Bold promise to pay off your student loans. Here's what you need to know. Paid Off, the new game show. Paid Off is a comedy game show doing its part to help reduce $1.5 trillion of student loan debts affecting more than 44 million borrowers. Each episode features three contestants, each of whom has student loans. There are three rounds of play, play including academic questions, poll questions, and general knowledge or college major questions. The grand prize, one lucky winner can win a cash prize or the chance to wipe out their student loan debt. Okay, well I suppose cash prize isn't too bad, but it just, I was just... It's just staggering how sad it is now. Ooh, there's a... Still heartbreaking, but it is what it is. Three contestants, and uh, first contestant eliminated will still receive $1,000, and second contestant eliminated will still receive $2,000. Nice. Um, I just read a thing. I didn't go into the article, but there was a thing on Google, an, an article on Google, talking about some, some contestant went on there for... Trying to win back like forty one thousand, and she only won twenty four, so she won half. Okay. Still, that's better than nothing. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, but still, it's thirty years of going. Fuck, I got more student loan payment. <laughs> and the and, and contestants still get taxed for the money that they win. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so at the end of the day, America. America. It's, it's important to take away from this that college, in fact, is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have to take away from it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, which is hard for me because I'm in currently in college, trying to uh to get a. And honestly, here's the here's the the grand scheme of my plan is to get a bachelor's in entrepreneurship, so that I can look more appealing to banks to get a business loan, so yeah. that I can open my own business and not work for the man for the rest of my life. Yeah. So, you know, accruing debt to pay the man for the rest of my life. Um, Basically, we've slipped into a dystopia, and it's kind of scary. But what are you going to do? Yeah, you know. Uh, funny game shows with comedy and stuff. Funny game shows with comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it honestly, like, we somehow slipped into Running Man, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I don't know how we did that. Yeah. We've... we've Falling in, falling into Running Man, and the only th next step is basically Hunger Games style. We're going to sacrifice teenagers for the greater good of America. Do if you win, do you get God your bless our new founding fathers. Do what? you uh, do you get your student loans paid off if you win the <laughs> Hunger Games? Oh my God! Wait, if I if I purge my student loan company, <laughs> I still have to pay them. That's what. That's, uh, you know, I don't know. That's, that's that could work. That's what's always fundamentally made me laugh about the just concept of the purge. If the U.S. government was like, one night all crime is legal, except you can't, except you can't go after the government, the American people would be like, guess who's first on the list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Uh, we I'm would sorry, murder I, I think you forgot what well-armed militia was for. <laughs> we would murder every politician immediately. <laughs> Not that we would, it was a joke. Fucking Hello, Mr. President. Yeah. Oh, God. Did I ever tell you about that game? Back in high school, if I was ever on the phone with my friends and we started talking about something even vaguely questionable, we'd both say, hello, Mr. President, in case the NSA was listening. I've done That's it. weird. Yeah. That's a very patriot, era, patriot you act. What's weird about the NSA? We didn't know it actually existed until about 1986 or yeah. so. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> Spooky. Until it got, like, sort of offhandedly mentioned in a file that someone got a hold of. And they're like, holy shit, there is an NSA. And it used before that it used to stand for no such agency exists. Yeah, I, uh, well. I uh I love how the fucking the joke in Kingsman where he's like, you know, the the US has the Secret Service, the fucking Russians have the KGB. China has just Beijing. That's some secret shit. <laughs> no no no, they they said China has an intelligence agency that nobody knows the name of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kinda true. Like, what the fuck are they called? Not that we would be able to pronounce it anyway. That's true. Xi Jinping, you look like a motherfucking Wendy's a Pooh cartoon. <laughs> Take that. We live in America, motherfucker. <laughs> Rude. Uh, Candida auris, new drug-resistant fungus. Creepy. That's a. That's yeah. how you get zombies. Do you want zombies? I don't know. I mean. Yeah, that's basically the start of the Last of Us. <laughs> that's 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 what always makes me laugh because like when fucking when uh uh. That's one of those stories that you hear just offhandedly, like the fucking. You're like, oh, I'm gonna be dead in 17 years. Yeah, cool. Um, the fucking like the the robots talking to each other, the Google AIs talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You hear that just the title of that story, and you go, "That's creepy." That's how we get Skynet. You know what I think it is? Everybody's getting real itchy and paranoid lately about everything. Yeah, I think it's because back in the day. It was the communists that were going to get us. Or even, like, 2000, it was the, the terrorists. Or, you know, we're going to get nuked in the 50s and 60s. But we just sort of ran out of boogeymen, so now everybody's real, real just scared, and they don't know why. Yeah, well, I feel like, I don't know, you and I talked about this when you were taking your, your horror film class. Mm-hmm. That every generation has its monster. Mm-hmm. We don't have and one. And that we've grown past the zombies at this point. Yeah. And there's not... The the new monster hasn't really manifested itself yet. I guess it has. White people. <laughs> well... Like, according to society, you know. But I mean, like, I even mean, if you look like what... It was Fallout 4, Fallout 5, that was the white people. The, the rednecks. Um, no, not Fallout. I'm sorry. What's the other one? Far Cry. Far Cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the the rednecks come under a cult? Yeah, the redneck cult, you know, it's not... I I don't know. I love Yahtzee talking about that game. It's like, it, and the cultists are literally man-bun-wearing religious fanatics, so they're depending on where you stand, they are everything wrong with this country <laughs> right now. Yeah, you, well, you can just sort of attach your own, like, personification of what's wrong at the moment. Like, me personally, I think it's the... The cult of Trump that just kind of rolls around and goes, well, he can't do anything wrong, even though he's doing everything wrong. And it's terrifying. So. I don't know. Reading about this Candida auris thing, like, it's it's a super fungus. It's uh, immune to antifungal medications and preys on the already immunity weak. Yeah. 
um, 30 to 60 percent of people with CRS infections have died. Um, I don't know. I read this thing on some peace loving dirt worship and hippie site mm-hmm. once where it was like global warming is just the Earth's fever and we are the virus that's trying to kill. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a theory. There's too many of us. The more things that happen like that, the more superbugs that are developed and whatever. My... You know, kills 99.9% of germs, but that fucking 0.1% is uh, getting pretty gnarly. Yeah. What I, I have always Well, it's loved. just the same thing as the, the plague of the Spanish flu. It kills off a bunch and then I, smallpox, syphilis. I love the George Carlin bit where he's talking about, you know, how people say we're killing the planet. Mm. You know, plastic is killing the planet. No, no. The planet, the Earth, will be fine. When all is said and done, there will be a new paradigm. Earth plus plastic. Maybe Earth invented us because she wanted plastic. Okay? Like, I guess. We're, <laughs> At the end of the day, I don't know. I, just... I mean, I don't know. There are now beings that have been developed to eat plastic. So. Yeah, there's, there's those uh, funguses that eat plastic. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I mean... And, you know, as soon as somebody goes, hey, well, why don't we dump it on the plastic island in the middle of the Pacific? And then you introduce the fungus to the constant sunlight and toasty warm waters of the Pacific, it's going to evolve into something else, and then we're going to get kaiju. (laughs) We don't don't have any fucking... uh, Yeah, but we'll be long dead before the kaiju comes. So so. it's not my problem. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be long dead before that comes, so we'll be fine. Just let it bake out the ocean with the warm water. Tell me it's not going to (laughs) grow. That's how the fucking primordial ooze worked. <laughs> Are you talking about Ninja Turtles right now? What's no, going on I'm here? talking about oh. like the actual the origin of, the of life ooze. on this planet. Yeah, um, we've been we've been warned about this forever. Antibiotics were eventually going to make super viruses and shit, mm-hmm. super bugs. It's going to happen. It's too late now. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's way too late. We were talking about that in uh, speech class last semester. One girl was like, well, we need to stop using plastic straws. And then her argument for trying to convince all of us to stop using plastic straws is that if everyone on the planet stopped using all plastic products today, it would still take 350 years to begin to recover. And I was like, mm, so we're fucked. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Starbucks and give myself a plastic straw. Well, there are articles cup. that are like, when, when California was like, no more plastic straws. There were articles that came out there like, that's not going to do shit. It does nothing, yeah. That's basically like throwing a bucket of water on, on a little tiny flame over here while your fucking house is on fire. Yeah. Like fishing nets, fi- fishing lines, every byproduct from like making car shit. Like fucking it's, it's all... face wash with the microplastics mm-hmm. and shit. Little beads, little mm-hmm. exfoliating beads, that fucked everything. Yeah. We're fucked. Fuck. We're going to have to move to Mars. Luckily, it's not going to be my problem either way. That's the saddest part, I feel. It's just like, we as a millennial generation just got born into a shit show. And then every yeah, time we, we go, we inherited the fuck, shit we got to fix it. And everybody's like, well, they're just entitled. But it's already fucked anyway. Yeah. So we're fighting a losing battle and getting criticized for it. So, yeah. I don't know. This is turning real dark. Are we surprised? <sighs> I don't know. It's very dark. Let's move on to something more fun. The Israeli election. Yeah, it's more fun, yep. I have no idea about any... I didn't even know that was a thing. Is there a controversy, or is it just a thing that happened? I know BB... uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was facing 
uh, jail time at one point, mm-hmm. or at least indictment. Uh, I don't like him. He's an asshole. He's an asshole of a man. Well, guess what? You live in America, so... And he's a big... Him and Trump are like butt buddies, butt pirates. Mm-hmm. Butt pirates. They just run around and like hug each other and look weird. And I've known BB forever. And BB's like, okay. Uh, he's an asshole. He told he was the one that told us if we go into Iraq, it would crumble all of the regimes, of that the the oppressive regimes in that area. It's like okay, well we're gonna go in, and then it didn't. And then ISIS got created, and then he came back and blamed Obama for ISIS. So fuck that guy. <sighs> well, it's a good thing you don't live in his country. Just, just saying. Yeah. Fair enough. But my country's funding his country, so it's like... <laughs> I want to know where my tax money's going. <laughs> According to the New York Times as of an hour ago... Yeah? Um, I'm sorry, say his name one more time. Benjamin Net- Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Uh, edges ahead, but no clear winner emerges in Israel election. 65% of the votes have been counted. Okay. Um... Netanyahu's Likud party appears to have edged ahead of Mr. Gantz's blue and white, um, but the count of broader blocks supporting each party gave Likud a clear advantage in being able to form a governing coalition, but uh, the election appeared to be a grave scare for Mr. Netanyahu uh, for keeping the, government, uh, keeping the comf- country safe and delivering a series of long-sought diplomatic victories, many of them thanks to President Trump. Yeah. Fuck that guy. No matter who wins, Mr. Gantz's strong performance was a remarkable achievement for a political newcomer and brand new party. Mr. Gantz, a courier soldier who retired as chief of staff in 2015, entered politics last year for the first time. Here's a controversial stance in America. I like Israel. Kind of. I like Israel. I have a deep respect for the Mossad. There was a guy, I was watching this thing on Netflix, it's called Inside the Mossad. We were watching it not yeah. too long ago, and this guy was talking about, was being interviewed by somebody from Netflix that was talking about a, an assassination that happened in Dubai, mm. and this guy just goes, yeah, I had nothing to do with it. And she goes, yeah, but you were the head of the intelligence slash operations, whatever, and there were ten different people caught on camera that all had ties to the Mossad, then this guy ends up dead and every one of those ten people are out of the country before the end of the day. And the guy just kind of smiles, like the cat that ate the the canary and went, yeah, "Yeah, whoever planned that must have done a great job. And that was the end of the interview. That fucking, the whole thing was wild, man. I, I, I would have a respect for the Mossad anyway, Hmm. just because they know what the fuck they're doing. And that commands respect. But every one of them looks like your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's they look just like, really they, like seriously. Ninety year old toad dudes that are just like They the look light like Ellen Cell, just like writing uh, an autobiography. That's, and then, that's why I always yeah. laugh at that John Stewart quote. They are uh, they are not the let me do your taxes Jews. They are the <laughs> hold my Uzi while I take a leak Jews. It's a different culture. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll always have a, a deep respect for a country. This fucking big, like the size of a fucking postage stamp that takes on every country around them and wins. That's fantastic. That's I love fantastic. It. They're, they're so... I that mean, being said, maybe we shouldn't be giving them every bit of military tech we have. Or, or uh, a form of it in some way. All right. Especially, I mean, I, I, personally, if I were the president, I'd be like, listen, you guys got to figure out some sort of two-state solution with you and the Palestinians, or we're cutting off your funding. 
Yeah. You, yeah. you dig? You dig? That's it. That's that's all I would say. Yeah, I, I, I can hear it now, all the comments, well, that's anti-Semitic as fuck. I don't care. Like, people are dying for no particular reason other than you're on my side of the fence. Yeah, it's not anti-Semitic, it's anti-war. Hmm. Like... Fair enough. Because you're not saying the Jews are wrong, you're saying, or, or Israel as a state is wrong. You're saying y'all need to figure some shit out. Well, be be this... grown-ass people, deal with your shit, the... or at least stop dealing with your shit. I don't care if you give each other the silent treatment until kingdom <laughs> fucking come. Just... Stop. The world's not going to be at a better place until we all learn to pretend like we like each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that being said, the uh, the junior congressman, uh, Elon Omar, who is a Muslim, mm -hmm. came out and started saying some very anti-Jewish, not anti-Jewish, but a lot of like, hey, America probably shouldn't be funding the Israeli war machine. We should, We probably should step back and like try to figure something out, which made a lot of sense. Problem is... Maybe don't have the Muslim congressman yeah. come out and say that shit. The Context optics on that are terrible. Kind of, yeah. You know? And uh, and uh, immediately the Republicans latched onto that shit. Oh, oh. anti-Semitism, blah, blah, blah. I but, don't... Uh, <sighs> I, honestly, the United States needs to stop being fucking Team America World Police. Like, mm. first of all, it's not our responsibility. Like, seriously, just... Just... Stop. Just yeah. Secondly, I don't. I saw a meme the other day that made me chuckle a little bit. It was like um, <laughs> somebody raises their hand and says, "What about all the oil here in the United States?" And then there's a photoshopped like CNN news briefing of America invades America because <laughs> <laughs> they found oil here. Yeah, I, yeah, me and Bob were joking about how if we ever ran for president slash vice president. Our, our platform would basically be mind our own damn business. Yep. Because we just don't, and it gets so annoying. It's such a problem. Like I and I, I am. In some cases, I have a firm opinion on whether or not I agree with the United States, United States, whatever geopolitical party situation. Yeah. Sometimes I have no idea how I feel. Either of those answers means we should shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just, it's not our, it's not our shit. Like, we I leave have, the hell alone. Okay, so I have always used the invasion of Poland as a benchmark. <laughs> like, if you are, if you are not doing anything particularly awful, and I say that, I mean, like, you can fuck with your own country, but when you start fucking with your neighbors, well, like, there's then certain, there's a problem. There's you certain know. stuff, like, we are in a NATO treaty with a bunch of your Eastern European, well, just European countries in general. Any one of them gets attacked by Russia, we jump in and help. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's that's for a more secure friendship be it between you know us and some people we actually know besides Russia, who's been doing some janky ass shit for the last hundred years. Yeah. But to go around and be like, well, we need to attack this country because. This guy is oppressing his people, and we need to go in there and install democracy. And we never, ever do that. When has that ever worked? You know, you know, uh, the United States walking in and installing democracy is like someone just walking in and installing Vista. You didn't ask for that shit, and it doesn't work here. <laughs> like, why? Just, yeah, well, we, we always uh, we have this 
this wonderful historical uh, habit of just walking in, dumping out a bunch of their culture and being like, okay, now it works, bye, and then just leaving. It didn't work in uh, uh, Vietnam, it didn't work fucking, in Iraq the first time. It's the it power work. vacuum that's the problem. Yeah. That's, that is exactly the problem. Like, most of these places, you see, you destabilize the region, all this shit happens. Like, I... Uh, ISIS is our baby, okay? Like... Yeah. Yeah. It oh doesn't matter who God. the fuck the president was, it's still... Irregardless. It's the, it's, it was the same war machine that's been working for the last 50, 60 yeah. years in this country. It sucks, and it just keeps doing the same thing. I... And you know I'm 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 of two minds of the whole fucking for the fucking mujahideen. We're like these these noble mujahideen fighters in Afghanistan against the Russians. Oh, We're gonna give them weapons. What did it turn into? Al Qaeda. Then ISIS. Like it never works. Mm-mm. It's never going to work. <clears throat> but uh, back back to Israel specifically. Like, yes, I get it. We're allies with Israel. But being but allies and that. being. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, being like kind to your friend because they're addicted to drugs. <laughs> so you buy them more drugs. giving them drugs. <laughs> like, these are, this is... Hey, I heard you like terrible. Enabler, Here's a lot that's of the word I'm looking for. There's a big difference between being an ally and being an enabler. Yeah. And we don't know the difference. Yeah. It, it just, it astounded me that, that Ilan Omar, of all people, was the one that they... The one that stood up and was like, I'm going to say this oh, stuff about Israel. And I was like, poor fucking guy. Like, you know, for the party that's supposedly wrong. like. You're wrong for saying you should have passed a note to the bitch sitting next to yeah. you. Let her talk about it. Or whoever. Like, I don't care. Dude. Get a nice Jewish girl to go up there and yes. be like, maybe we should stop She's doing not this. not AOC. Cause <laughs> yeah. I like nobody oh, takes God, I, I love, love AOC, Oof. but no one takes her seriously already. I mean, like, no, she's a she's a woman with opinions. I'm surprised they haven't burned her as a witch yet. Oh my god, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Speaking, she's a now she's a loud New York woman for yeah. opinions. Speaking of uh, Congress specifically and our ineffectual government, they're about to stop the IRS from make. They're about to pass a law that stops the IRS from making their own software to help taxpayers. Um, and I kind of get it, but also don't. Um. Anything that fucks over the IRS. All right. Just saying. That's that's okay. Gabby's quickly googling it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I get it. Um, the IRS wants to develop a software to help taxpayers pay their shit. This would immediately, in in my view, this would immediately basically shut down the tax preparation market completely. Yeah. Or at least shrink it considerably, which is kind of bad for the economy. Yeah. That's kind of a problem. On the other hand, I'm I'm of like four minds here. On the other hand, uh yeah, fuck the IRS. To fuck the IRS. Straight up with a wooden pole. Sir, uh, why do we need a tax code that's so goddamn complicated we need professional help either from the government or a third party mm-hmm. to get our fucking taxes done? Right, like you you mandate that we have to do this, but then you make it so difficult that we can't do it on our own. Right. Fucking yeah. why? Also, let me get up on my taxation is theft soapbox soap here real quick. Oh, God. You <laughs> make me pay taxes pay for the fucking road which you tax me to use you tax my vehicle you tax the house that i park my vehicle at sales tax on the gas oh my fucking god 
I have often said that when anarchy happens in the U.S., the first place I am going is to my local IRS office, and I'm throwing a Molotov through the window of that bitch. Well, you're gonna have to get in the in the elevator because it's like thirty floors up. But yeah, we, I, I see what you mean. My my problem is. Well, yeah. the DMV is right below it, so you might as well burn the whole building. Just be like, just be like, <laughs> hit the elevator button, go up, doors open. I don't have a problem Ding. with taxes specifically. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a problem with the idea of taxes as long as it's going to a fixing roads, b education. I have a problem with the nickel and diming. I feel like honestly, genuinely, because we, we were talking about this the other day, the single party health. A single single payer health system. Yeah. The reason it doesn't work in America is because they're always like it's going to cost eight point six billion dollars to you know to initiate. Over ten It's going to cost four dollars a paycheck for every American. Yeah. That's one Starbucks. Going to be fine. Every two weeks, yeah. But first of all, it's never sold correctly. Secondly, I feel like if. <laughs> If well, you got to elaborate just, on why it's not sold correctly. Well, I just said why. Because the Democrats stand up there and go, well, it's going to be $8.6 billion over the next 10 years. And everybody goes, like, but, And they never break it down to... And they never break it down to, well, it's, it's $4, $4 per taxpayer yeah. per check. So, but I feel like if we just scraped it down to the bare bones, which, by the way... <laughs> The, the discretionary budget for the congressional budget. Okay. It's 23%. In 1966, mm-hmm. it was 68%. The amount of immovable taxes that have been just etched away from the discretionary budget is fucking ridiculous. And I'm not saying take away social security i'm not saying fuck old people i mean fuck old people but in a different less you don't conniving want them to die. Yeah. yeah you know you don't I, want them on the street starving yeah because then i have to look at them right but <laughs> just paint them like clowns so it's at least a little amusing while you're looking at them yeah. um in any case you know i'm not saying take everything away there's shit that needs like you said roads basic infrastructure Education. Education. Yeah. Okay, cool. And single party, or single payer health, I think is important and would work if we could get people on board and we could understand it. Yeah. But the fact that the discretionary budget is less than a third of what it was 50 years ago is absolutely unreasonable in my opinion. And the fact that they still have this tiny little amount to play with and they're like, eh, I don't know, defense budget? Like, Yeah, everything goes to defense. Ugh. Why do we need a trillion dollar defense budget? Because we're still scared of the brown man in the hat. Like, we... Not even the brown... Just, just anyone non-American. We're like, well, they could fuck us over any time. It's like, well, they got three guys and one gun, so what are they going to do? Yeah, I don't... Ugh. We've got that's... 73 tomahawks pointed at them at any given moment. That's... What always makes me laugh about North Korea? So it was like they're such a threat. I'm like, no, they are not. First, they're 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 uh they're fucking their entire country's budget is like our GDP. So it's it's they it's they're nothing. not they're it's, not it's, <laughs> they don't have food to feed their people. They don't have you know it just it doesn't work. Honestly, what we should do is just kind of cut off 
Well, that and they got China behind them, but that's a whole other thing. The, the, the problem here is that we spend so much on defense on... For something. For for what? A trillion dollar plane that doesn't work? Self-storing yeah. mugs the Air Force keeps breaking? What What is the... And even, I don't know, my, my biggest problem with it is... You shave off a hundred billion. You got, you got single-payer health care. Mm-hmm. You've got schools for the next decade. Well, if we... Okay, so here's the problem. We could, and this is not a theory, it's fully possible, it could happen tomorrow. We could balance the budget. It would be possible to enact a plan to eliminate all the literal trillions of dollars of debt Hmm. that the United States owes to China, Japan, and... Australia's in there somewhere, too. Yeah. I don't know how much they own, but... China and Japan are the top two. Yeah. Um, In any case, we could scrub all that debt by balancing the budget, eliminating all of this fatty fucking government spending. We just... Scrape it down to bare bones to what actually needs to be there. Reevaluate the entire fucking thing. Yeah. Get it taken care of. The problem being that nobody wants to fucking do that because, because they would rather hard. accrue a deficit than face potentially not being reelected. Yeah. Yep. That's and well because if you if you go if you go even if you're a member of Congress or a senator and you go up, well if we just take. If instead of making it a trillion dollars, we just make it uh, eight hundred and eighty billion for the military, mm-hmm. and then we use that money to do other things for the country instead, you're immediately labeled as uh, anti. Uh, what is unpatriotic? Unpatriotic. Yeah. You don't well, support you the hate, troops. You hate the troops. Motherfucking no. You don't want jobs. You don't want this. You want. You're against security for America. Just all this shit. You immediately get. get People suck in this country mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. I fucking hate the dumbass people in this country. Yeah, the fact that... Uh, more or less... Okay, here's what here's what drives me nuts about it. Is the Republican fucking soapbox of... Oh, you Democrats can't have everything for free. Yeah. Who's the one that don't want to raise taxes, but still want everything to remain exactly the same? Yeah. Well, they immediately lower Where the... Where the fuck is that money coming from, bucko? It's been McConnell's and Andrew, I want to say Andrew Ryan, that's the name, Paul Ryan's uh, sort of fiscal philosophy that you cut taxes, then you go, well, we just don't have the money in the budget, so you cut on the other end, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, schools or infrastructure or whatever. Then you cut taxes again, then you say, well, we can't afford this. We can't afford Social Security anymore. You cut a little bit more off the taxes, then you say you can't afford this. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, you're not fucking paying for anything we've got nothing yeah you know and it's just it doesn't work and in you know contrary to popular belief the only ones that have been slightly fiscal response fiscally responsible in the presidency have been goddamn democrats mm-hmm. they're the only ones that have got it slightly like obama inherited a fucking train wreck mm-hmm. from bush and started to get it to turn around yeah and then they put trump in and they go well the the, the market's good because of Trump. Uh, no, it's not. That's not and then he blows a trillion and a half hole in taxes. And gives a bunch of tax rebates to, to rich people. Mm-hmm. Ugh, oh. I hate Republicans so goddamn much. I hate them all. And I'm looking hate... straight at you, Bob, and I'm sorry for that, but... Uh, I hate them all. Anyway. Wow, that did not get any lighter whatsoever. Nope. Moving on! 
Okay, PC Gamer article about Sekiro. Okay, a man wrote a PC article about Sekiro called I Beat the Final Boss uh, using can... cheats. <laughs> yeah, using cheats and I don't even feel sorry. Wasn't it the same author who was like trying to brag about you know, just just grind, you'll be okay, get good? No, no, or no. Whatever? It's oh, a okay. different guy. Different guy. He uh, So what he did was, I guess what he did was he somehow got into the the game, mm -hmm. the game's code or whatever, and slowed it the fuck down. Uh, on the on the PC, you can't do it on the PS4. He mm -hmm. had it on a PC, and he slowed it down to the point where he could see what was happening, and block it, and then kill the dude and win the game. Yay! Mm -hmm. And he said, "I did this, and I don't even feel sorry because at the end of the day, what I play a game for is to absorb and understand and respect the story." <clears throat> and even as, a, as an unwinding sort of hobby. So, grinding and, and, and jumping against this guy so many fucking times, which I personally can attest to, I've done probably 50 times mm -hmm. in the last probably week. Probably more. You've been, you've been at it since... It's been know, forever. Week. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, is that, that I understood where he came from, and that's what... I, I read that article, and that's what made me decide, like, you know what? This isn't fun. Any the the point of a game is to be fun, mm -hmm. to ha to enjoy the story as a as a hobby. If you end up putting more free time into a game that you're not having fun with anymore, and the story's basically over, what is the point of the game? Well, that that's why I crawl up your ass about it all the time because I don't understand the fucking Soulsborne attitude of being a glutton for punishment for these games. Yeah. I don't get it, but. I get frustrated playing Jack and Daxter and put it down for three years, so I'm not really the one to ask. But when I see you, like, frustrated to the point that you're, like, like, I'm, I'm like, break his damn like throwing my palpably shit. angry, yeah. like, you're not having fun anymore. Like, that's why I get on your case about because I'm like, it's not, you're not happy. Yeah. Like, I'll give you a hard time and rib you about, like, oh, this is the 800th time that you've fought this boss, but... You're still making progress. You're still enjoying yourself. You know, it's it's entertainingly challenging. Yeah. But there's a point where I'm like, please, it's for just the love of God, just put it the fuck down. Like, yeah. it's making me mad. I'm not even involved. Well, like, you just find yourself, like, on edge about everything after that. It's yeah. Just, it's not I'm good. So fucking so. riled up. And, and yeah, like I said, like, mm -hmm. I get that Soulsborne is a whole thing. Mm -hmm. That is a whole new category of what but I knew is an unfair term it's been around since PlayStation 3 but it's a it's a separate category from like even just an RPG or a puzzle game or whatever like well there there's a certain soulsborn misery is a thing <laughs> and y'all actually enjoy being in that because it it increase it's it's the the risk reward payoff it's the setup for, you know, once you actually do beat it, you're on top of the world. Yeah. I get it. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't do it to myself, but I understand why it works for what, you. What fascinates me about the Souls games, in, including Sekiro, is they sit with you, and, it, like, Bloodborne makes me angry, but not in a way where I can describe... Like, I'll put it down, but, like... I will punch a cashier at McDonald's for something Bloodborne did type of angry, you know? Like, it just kind of, it sits just in some place in the back of your brain where you're like... Well, that's the thing. I've, I've gone fuck. through Dark Souls. I've beaten Bloodborne. 
I got to the end of Sekiro. Like, I, I've done it, and I, I understood what this guy was talking about at the end of the day. Naturally, the rest of the fucking internet lost its mind. But I got what he was talking about, mm -hmm. you know? He's like, yeah, I get it. You know, Soulsborne is, is something something of an achievement on the Mount Olympus of video games. But at the end of the day, like, are you willing to sacrifice your fucking sanity for it? And I don't think you are. But uh, it was a fun game. I liked it a lot. But the internet really? lost its fucking mind after he put out this article about it. And it spawned a new meme. Mm. What is the new meme? Uh, a guy named Fetusberry Ass Bastard Crunch on Twitter. Solid. Put out the following tweet, and I'm quoting: "You cheated not only the game but yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing was risked and nothing was gained. It's sad that you don't know the difference." And then he uh, retweeted the original article of the guy and people pick this up I mean this has spawned a giant difficulty sort of discussion on the internet of what exactly is is hard yeah what's hard for for a good reason what's hard for a bad reason but it's funny because everybody else took this you didn't grow you didn't improve meme and they basically put it for for anything from uh Link stealing a shovel out of a shop in a <laughs> Nintendo game. And the guy says it to uh, Mario Kart where you can jump one of the lava mountains and just get around the track to the end. Mm -hmm. And it says at the top, you didn't improve, you didn't get... My, my point is that don't be a gatekeeping asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, I think it's funny because once you get through the gate... Um, Secure uh, Dark Souls fans are actually relatively helpful. They're like, oh yeah, do this. This is how you do this boss is supposed to go down. L1, L1, R2, square. The, it, it'll yeah, they break it down to a science. You can just watch a video on how to beat the boss and it's great. But you, especially in the gaming industry, I don't know what it is about the fucking gaming industry. It's I guess it's full of men children. But they turn into these gatekeeping assholes that if you're struggling with something and you're like, I just don't know what I need to do in order to get past this. It's driving me nuts. The only thing they'll tell you is get good, because they're already in the club. Because mm -hmm. keeping you out of the club somehow makes them feel great about themselves, even though it's a fucking game. Which is why, I think that's I think that culture mm -hmm. is why I am not very much into video games at all. Yeah. Because I go look for a wiki to help me figure out how to get through this puzzle. Mm -hmm. And it's all fucking neckbeards, bitch, and get good, get good. And yeah. I'm like, first of all, this is Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. The target audience is nine-year-olds. A, I already feel bad enough for fucking struggling, because I'm not nine. Yeah. Secondly, zero reason to treat people like this. Like, it's supposed to be... Games, by definition, are supposed to be fun. Yeah, they're a hobby. And if your hobby is building ships instead of bottles because you are a glutton for fucking punishment, or playing fucking Sekiro because you are a glutton for punishment, then fine. To each their own. If mm -hmm. you enjoy being miserable for the payoff of your eventual success, by all means carry on. But 
y'all motherfuckers that built the ship don't get to bitch at me for looking at the instructions. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's what I've always thought was fascinating about RPGs. Oh, and they, they put a, a link to a cheese video and said, uh, with the same thing. You cheated not only the game, but yourself. That's funny. Um, <clears> no, <throat> when I fought Father, Father Gascoigne in Bloodborne, I cheesed the fuck out of that fight. You, like you do. <laughs> like, Sometimes you gotta. Like... It's just, and it doesn't help that some of the Souls boss strategies are super counterintuitive. It's like, no, no, roll toward him. What? <laughs> like, I, I get it. I, I get the idea of, great, you beat these games, you're an elite group of individuals, fine. But don't be an asshole to everybody else because mm-hmm. you did this thing. Like, what? <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't get it. Uh, and on the other side of that coin, a lot of the discussion, I mean... There, there's apparently a big discussion, especially on like Reddit, about the difficulty in games and what's good. What we were talking, what's good difficulty, what's bad difficulty, what's difficulty just for the sake of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were bringing up, well, people with disabilities might want to play too. I'm going, well, in that case, then let's just stop the Olympics. Everybody go home and. Let's let's take that off because you know people with disabilities might not want, and the president's trying to get rid of the Special Olympics. So fuck I was, it. I was well, football teams. Get rid of the football teams. I, no more NFL because, you know, people with disabilities can't do that I either. Was thinking of that every time somebody's talking about the Special Olympics and just able-bodied people versus you know people with disabilities, I think of that episode of South Park where Cartman tries out for the fucking Special Olympics and he pretends to be retarded. Oh God! But. He does terrible because he's an un- un- unathletic fat ass. <laughs> That's what I love about those. They usually have some sort of moral to the story. But it drives me nuts when people bring in a group they're not a part of. Right. To try to add legitimacy to their argument about something. Yeah. It's like, don't do that. It makes you look shitty and it's a bad faith argument. I, it, it reminds me of the fucking, that fucking controller that they released recently. With the giant look, buttons? Yeah, with the giant... I don't even think they're buttons. I think they're just... Touch I don't pads know. or something? Yeah, I don't know. I want to get a hold of one without paying for it so I can, like... You hear that? Test Future it sponsors? out. Yeah. Um, test it out. But, like, <laughs> I looked at it and I'm like, I don't I don't need I don't need this at all because I've spent my entire life playing video games one-handed. Mm-hmm. I just know how to do it. I don't mm-hmm. know how not to. You know, like... So this would do me no no good whatsoever. Yeah, this this guy has a good tweet. Zach Gage. Uh, sorry for the negative tweet. Don't at me. Game difficulty discussion. All the private spaces I frequent are filled with brilliant game designers having deep, nuanced, inspiring discussions about this because nobody feels comfortable saying anything in public anymore. And that was in response to mm. this this article. And that sort of sums it up, is that this fucking... If I tell somebody I like Bloodborne, I don't want to talk to them about it. Yeah. Because it turns into a giant dick measuring contest. Constantly. Yeah. Right. Like, I've beaten Bloodborne. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you like Bloodborne? That's cool. Let's go get a drink. Don't want to talk about it after that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, did you get this? Did you do it with no hits? Did you do this? Did you kill that boss in three hits? Like, I don't care. I enjoyed the game. It's over. Can we just fucking leave it? Mm-hmm. The, just gaming in general. The whole community is just so fucking toxic about everything. It drives me nuts. And if anybody comes out and says, well, maybe we should have a discussion about this. 
Like, uh, what was that thing, Gamergate? Where oh, like, God. Let's talk about how females in this need their own mechanics for their boobs to jiggle right in the... Whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, and they're, suddenly this bitch is getting death threats yeah. and... There's boob physics, yeah. Yeah, um, and dude's just threatening to rape her and shit, like... Yeah. The, the it's not necessary. It's a scary, unpleasant place. Yeah, it's, ba- it's the id of the world, and it's disgusting. It <laughs> I was, uh... So I, I watch, uh... No, I, I don't actually watch. I follow uh, Next with Kyle, Kyle Clark on Facebook, or I did when, okay. before I left Facebook. Um... But he's he's pretty he's Kyle on Clark. the liberal side name. of uh, he's, he's the nine news guy. Nine oh, news. he's cool. He's different. Kyle Clark. He, okay. he takes no shit. I yeah, like he him. takes no shit. But he and I I know it wasn't a quote from him mm-hmm. because he ascribed it to the person who originally said it, but I don't remember who it was. Which um, was something along the lines of you know you could be anyone you want on the internet. Why would you choose to be horrible? <laughs> <laughs> like fair enough. They, uh, they have. um... He said that in response to them uh, absolutely embarrassing that poor the weather girl on Nine News because she's like she's eleven months pregnant and she wore a dress that was like skin tight and everybody was like somebody take the beast whale home or whatever like wow fucking with it like if you're already pregnant there's no need to be slutty and like just. The worst. Who is the Nine News weather girl? Um, I don't know, my dad was talking about it the other day. I want to say Amelia Earhart, but that's the helicopter girl, because her name's Amelia Earhart, and that's the only reason I remember. She does the traffic from the helicopter. Nine okay. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Uh, at the end of the day, what a, a game is meant to be enjoyed. If you're not enjoying it, don't play the fucking game. Don't play the fucking game. Uh, if you're going to be an asshole about a game that you played, uh, go fuck yourself. How about that? And I think that's the parting... Th- Parting uh, thought on this, I think. Do you guys have anything else? People mm-hmm. suck. Humans are Becky Ditchfield, sorry. Becky Ditchfield? Ditchfield. Oh, okay. People are all terrible. Becky all Ditchfield. Someone who got noted troll on the internet. No, she got trolled on the internet. No, I wasn't for paying being attention. Pregnant. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> uh, check us out. <clears throat> Our other episodes, or don't. Who gives a shit? Uh, email us at fpspodcast at yahoo.com. Yahoo! It is 1999 after all. <laughs> and we are partying like it. Uh, let us know if there's any subjects you want us to talk about. Check out the internet once in a while. We should probably like actually good check that email. I did. <laughs> Nothing? No. <laughs> uh, oh, it's like we need to pimp our show out and get more listeners. Yeah, we something. should send the link to podcasts that you listen to. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. Nah. <laughs> uh, mostly because everybody and their mom is a podcast these days, so... True. Uh, anyway, have a good one. Or don't. I don't give a shit. Totally Bye. Nice.